Hi, Joyful Health friends. This is Casey. But before we get into today's show, I needed to share a big change for the Joyful Health Collective. So we shared this in our newsletter last week. Um, If you don't get our emails, let's change that. In the show notes, you can scroll down and sign up for our free masterclass. And then you'll be in and you'll get our emails just like that. So if you did miss it, Aubrey shared some news with us. Um, So since the birth of her fourth child in January, as you know, she's been um, not able to come to the podcast, but her and her husband have been really praying about what this next season of life looks like for them. And so with some mixed emotions, um, she announced that she will be stepping away from Joyful Health so that she can focus on serving her family and the local community. So she still fully believes in the mission of Joyful Health Co. and is confident um, that we will continue Um, this ministry with everyone, with all of you who have trusted us to speak into your lives. So she's just so grateful for, um, to every one of you for allowing her to be a part of this journey and um, just really still prays that um, God would continue to do the work that he started in you. So if this news was hard for you, I I feel you. It was pretty rough for me. But um, if you know Aubrey, you believe that she is connected to the Lord. She listens to the Holy Spirit and she trusts her Heavenly Father. So now we get to continue um, building on the foundation that Aubrey and I have set together. And um, we're just, I'm really excited for what's to come. Um, I'm just so thankful for each one of you encouraging us um, kind of through this process. So, um, yeah, so we are going to go ahead and go ahead with this episode, but, um, until, until the fall, when we open up the course again, just remember that we do have the aligned, um, study to help to dissolve any anxiety that you're feeling with, um, just really digging into God's promises. And we also have that body blessings mini course to help you get reconnected with your body and how God sees you. Um, we offer one-on-one support um, with our dietitian Megan at Grace Rooted Nutrition. And I also have two more spots for one-on-one joyful movement training. You can find all of those resources at joyfulhealth.co. So um, join me in just thanking God for Aubrey. <laughs> um, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for Aubrey and her time with us. Um, we trust you and knowing that she is doing and listening to you and what's best for her and her family. Um, I thank you for leading her and I thank you for leading us to, um, as we follow you on the way forward to, um, just really rest in your grace and to follow your joy when it comes to our relationship with health so that we can enjoy you more fully in Jesus name. Amen. Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm Aubrey, registered dietitian. And I'm Casey, a personal trainer. And together, we're here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hello, friends. Welcome to another Joyful Health Show. Um, Today, I get to interview Chrissy Kirkman. She is the Executive Director of Finding Balance. And today's episode is about aligning with a health professional team 
um, that aligns with your Christian beliefs, that aligns with um, what you are looking for, and so you can connect um, in Christ and be able to find the health that He has for you. So in this season of the podcast, we are getting aligned. We are returning to God's perfect peace in an anxious world in various topics relating to our health. And today's topic specifically comes out of a request from a podcast listener who asked for guidance on how to find help um, with with body positivity and eating um, near her or near him, especially in more rural communities. So if you have a topic that you'd like to discuss, that you'd like us to discuss on the show, um, go to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and fill out the form at the bottom with your suggestions. We really love to hear from you and we love to be able to answer these questions directly because that reminds you and us that we're not alone and, and having questions and and um, that God has, uh, has answers for us. So I'm so excited to be able to interview Chrissy. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Casey. I'm thrilled to be here. I love the joy-filled health show, and I love the feeling of being filled with joy. So it's great to be here. (laughs) Yeah, and our hope, too, is that um, you would discover joyful health by grace, and so joy being that overflow, the expression of grace. So that's kind of what we start with, but um, for a little bit of introductions here, if y'all don't know Chrissy, she is once again the executive director of Finding Balance, and Finding Balance is the world's leading Christian nonprofit ministry helping people repair their relationship with food and their bodies so they can live the abundant life they were created for. She also hosts the Old School Food Freedom Podcast, which... Um, I really enjoy, so definitely encourage you to go check that out after this episode as well. Um, Chrissy is a former participant in Finding Balance's Lasting Freedom program, so she has firsthand experience of the struggle faced by those battling food issues and the courage it takes to seek help, no longer a captive of diet culture. She is passionate about sharing the truth she's found and helping others find hope and tools to break free. Ah, I feel free already just reading that. (laughs) So yeah, give us a little bit um, more of a personal background of, you know, share what, what you think the details are relevant as far as where you got to this place of being able to help others find that freedom. Um, yeah, tell us tell us how God has led you to the space that you're in now. Sure. Well, um, you know, from way back, I was born and raised in a Christian home, an only child with two loving parents, and um, and and never had any real struggles that I can remember that were significant with um, with food or body image issues until. Until I became, um, you know, a teenager in high school, and and then there's this social circle and boys and <laughs> comments being made, and you're observing, you know, the people around you and, and your um, your your parents, your grandparents, your cousins, um, and your friends, and and then consuming teen magazines. I mean, back then I think we were reading. I don't even know what they were called. I don't know what they were called, but like different <laughs> teen magazines that, you know, I'm taking in all this information and not all of it's helpful for me. And um, and I was in class one day. We had just, um, I think I'd just gotten my senior pictures back and um, I was wearing this outfit. I was really 
you know, just really liked my pictures. And um, so we were sitting around the, the at the desk and this boy um, was like, hey, I'd like to have one. And so I gave him like some options and he takes one and he looks at it and gets this disgusted look on his face. He's like, you really shouldn't be wearing that and hands it back, like complete disapproval. And I'm like, first of all, like my first reaction was to be like, um, excuse me, like who are you to say that I shouldn't be wearing this or I'm beautiful. I like, I went to my own defense, but then like, it didn't take any time for, for all of a sudden it's like the seed was planted and it started going down. I'm just like, I don't have, you know, an attraction to this boy, but he's a boy and he rep he's in my peer group and he represents all boys all of a sudden. Right. And, and so he speaks for everyone. He's the advocate of what your body should look like and yours failed. And so that's when I can remember a huge shift to try to turn and start looking at my body in the ways it didn't measure up. And then now comparing myself to other people around me. And if he doesn't like this, then what does he like? And it was, it was hard. And that's when restrictions started happening and body shame and guilt set in. And the roots were going, they were making their way down and, and hanging on, like grip, getting a grip on there. And um, so my friends and I, you know, would start, you know, would just like go all day without eating, just wasn't healthy. And, um, and meanwhile, like I didn't even realize behind the scenes, the, you know, female changes that were happening in my body couldn't, none of that was like, connecting. I wasn't helping my, um, you know, my, my body do the things that it needed to do because it was so malnourished. So um, fast forward many, many years later, loads of diets, loads of restricting, loads of periods of over-exercise and then no exercise and then Lots of restriction, which led to binging and then feeling guilt and shame because I could, I just was like, I can't stop. And I would always try to invite the Lord into this. Like, God, I know like you, this isn't like somewhere in me. It's, I couldn't really put it together. It's just interesting, you know, church all your life, Christian since you were, you know, accepted Jesus as, at the age of seven. But when it came down to it, it's like, I could not. I could not figure out how to overcome this. And, and it didn't feel like what I was going through is something that God wanted me to go through at all, let alone, let, let alone on my own without his help. And so I would seek him. And yet I just get, I kept finding myself trying to, I couldn't, I didn't realize it was an idol trying to shrink my body and trying to, I've just felt constantly disqualified from being used by God in the body I was in, no matter what the size was. It, even when I would lose a bunch of weight and get all kinds of applause and compliments and praise for that, it all it did was fuel my desire to keep losing more and feeling like I could achieve what God would, would want to then use me. And, and, um, and that just the enemy really had me blinded and, and had things skewed. And so in several, just a few years ago, I um, was at just the, the lowest of the low of um, dieting pit. 
like a dark, deep, dark pit that I was in. And um, I was reading The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. And I was reading his, um, he has a 40-day devotion, like draw the circle. And so there was a, I was praying through this, body image issues, eating issues, like I need food to live, but I don't know how to be safe and calm and peaceful around food. So Lord, where do you fit? I'm starting to hear words like intuitive eating, but they're coming from places um, that didn't ever talk about the Lord. So my prayer, I was praying this circle, um, Lord, please just show me where you are in the midst of this, because I know you're there. Like this is the most, it feels like how you designed our bodies to look at food and to live. Like, it just seems like normal. Like, this is what eating should be. And um, and the difference was that I was fully surrendered in this deep, dark pit. It was the first time I was like, I can't do this on my own anymore. My hands were in the air, full surrender. You have to get me out of this. Because I would kind of say that in the past, but then I would like crawl my way up after like, you know, five minutes of like not even giving him a chance to, to do anything like, no, thanks. I've got this, Lord. And so finally, this was a full surrender moment. And um, and then not long after that, he led me to the Instagram account of Finding Balance that had been around for 18 years by then. I think um, we were founded in um, 2002. And so, man, it had been out there for so long. Why didn't I know about it? Right. And so I'm seeing all this truth of like, here's what God's word said. Here's what the enemy is saying to you. And here's a verse to back it up. And it was like, ah, you know, I could, I could see the light. There was a light and I felt the Lord in it. And, um, and so I was engaging in the content and Constance, the founder of Finding Balance, Constance Rhodes, she sent me an, a simple, sweet, direct message, um, about the lasting freedom program. And from there, I was able to join the very last like um, in-person group that they had. And um, right before, it was like the year of the pandemic, and it was the best thing ever. And um, and the Lord just, I had a full awakening within my life of like, I can't unsee this. It is so important. So many of us are are walking around in complete chains imprisoned by food issues when we know it and we feel it and it's like where is the way out and he led me there and um and then when god was calling constance and her husband to move into new areas she kept praying they were praying and praying who could lead this and um somehow god had me in mind um to come and take the reins and he had been preparing me in so many different ways um and here we are today. So I'm, I'm so thankful. Yeah, I love um, hearing your story and, you know, saw a couple of themes as far as that boy who said this to you in high school, you believed him because, and oftentimes I think about like making the connection between like what, like the words that we believe for people, like, because we believe that their words have weight or, or their words have authority um, because he said, oh, he all of a sudden represented all of the boys in the world. And, you know, and then what he said was true because of X, Y, Z. And, and so, and then, um, so it's like, well, the enemy can use the tactics of, um, believing somebody 
But then the Lord, like just the way that he redeems that, he used Constance as that other somebody who reached out then personally, you know, reached out for a hand to pull you out instead of pointed a finger at you. And so that redemption story is just beautiful. Um, it's so, so to, good. And can I say one other thing? I, yeah. that I, I forget when I, when I share that part of the story and, you know, not to put him down, but it, it, it's interesting. Like it really shows how power there is life and death in our words. What we're speaking over other people, what we're speaking over ourselves. And this guy that I went to school with way back in the 90s, like he he has passed away. Like he couldn't even apologize to me if he wanted to. He's not around anymore. And yet his words were still like a, like a a ball and chain to me. And so um I just I guess I just wanted to share that if 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 you are holding on right now to someone's words and yes, they were powerful and they could have caused so much pain and heartache and even maybe devastation in your life. Like it could have what someone said and because maybe we weren't strong enough at the time or didn't have the right tools we needed to stand up or put a boundary or speak up for ourselves. Just just love that little girl. Love that little boy you were at the time that's, that was spoken to you. Just hug them. Just in your mind, just close your eyes and hug them and and just say, I love you. You you did the best you could. You know? It's, I just think it's precious to, to give grace there and love and forgiveness because we just did the best we could with what we knew and our environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And forgiveness too is for giving. <laughs> we are giving um, that to the Lord because we are not supposed to own that or hold on to that. And he has paid for our sins. And I think of two of like the the redemption stories in the Bible. One is that has been sticking with me. And you mentioned the word pit, which is why this image was brought back to me, um, was Joseph, who was in the pit um, for years and not for any good reason. But then in the same day, um, he was exalted to be like second only to Pharaoh in this, you know, one of the most powerful kingdoms in the world um, of, of someone. He, he interpreted someone's dream and then they said, oh, well, this guy can interpret this dream. I just now remembered. And God's perfect is always, I mean, God's timing is always perfect, even when we we can't realize it. And we're like, oh, that person forgot about me or this thing happened. It's like, oh, God still has a plan. Um, and so it's just, yeah, like those words can be damaging. Um, but God can also in a, you know, in a moment flip that around, he can transfer us, um, from the dominion of darkness into the kingdom of light in an instant. And so that is the hope of the gospel. Um, and also to know that we are not alone in this because a lot of times, you know, especially when we're dealing with diet culture struggles and the shame of it, it can feel like we are very much alone and is very much our fault. Um, but um, that's why we have the whole body of Christ. Um, that's why we have different health professionals that God has gifted. And and I struggle with finding health professionals that um, I align with as far as, okay, do they believe me when I tell them what's going on. Um, that's really important to me for them to believe my experience 
And, um, you know, I've had some doctors that will, that asked, you know, in the bottom of their form, would you like prayer? And I was like, wow, yes. <laughs> like to know that this health professional also, um, they are not just depending on themselves to be able to help me, but they are seeking the Lord and his power that is way greater than them. And it's like, that that's who I want to be connected with. I want to be connected with, with a health professional that knows that they can ask the spirit, um, that they can give God the glory when it comes to helping me. And then that like completes the circuit of joy. We get to give the glory back to God. Um, so, so how can people find, or I guess like you've kind of talked about the, the personal harm that was done as far as like aligning yourself with, um, with the words of this boy. And like you said, he probably, he also probably had all of these messages from diet culture as well. And so I don't think there's any one person to blame. It's, you know, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against, um, the enemy and the, and the spirits, um, of, of, of this world. And so, um, yeah, maybe do you have any experiences or heard from other clients of how, um, aligning themselves with a health team that they don't agree with or that they feel, um, yeah, they don't, maybe don't feel listened to. How can that be harmful? And yeah, how, what to kind of look out for when it comes to having a health team? Yeah. Well, you know, many times um, God just is the last resort when someone's at their lowest in a personal struggle. And and I'm not going to pretend that that hasn't been the case for me because how many times did I, I mean, I shared so many times I was in that pit and I'd be like, Lord, please, I'm in this pit. Don't you see me? And then I'd be like, okay, cool. You didn't answer after three hours. I'm out and I'm going to do this. Myself. I'm going to try this new diet or I'm going to try this thing, supplement that someone's doing and, um, thanks, but no thanks. I don't need your help. Like I, I don't like even saying that out loud, but like that I was strong. I am a strong willed girl. And, um, and you know, but the bondage of an eating disorder can really be one of the lowest points in a person's life and overcoming it requires help. It really does. And not just self-help God is always able and he's always willing to help. And faith in Him really can give you the strength to recover. And we believe at Finding Balance, and I, I know you believe this, Casey, that full eating disorder recovery is possible. And when we say it's possible, we've seen it many times. People are walking in full freedom, and it takes time. And these full freedom walkers didn't do it alone. They had a team on their side, and they had um, the Lord on their side. So God designed human beings as physical, emotional, mental, social, spiritual beings. And a healthy spiritual life really is essential to long-term recovery. And so many secular professionals use effective methods and they can offer practical advice. It's great. Um, But for a follower of Christ, secular psychology often makes the person the center of their decisions. And it just doesn't allow a sovereign God who loves us and asks us to trust and obey his wisdom and authority, doesn't acknowledge it. It doesn't allow him in. Um, And so that's why we strongly recommend that believers receive therapy from practitioners who share their Christian faith. Um, And it's really in Christ, right, who we find out who we are and what we're living for. So Ephesians 11, um, excuse me, Ephesians 1, 11, this is from the English stand, 
sorry, the English standard version. In him, we have obtained inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So really, human reasoning is often going to lead to the false belief that you are the only one who can deliver the future you desire, right? It's self-help kind of stuff. This puts pressure on you to achieve unrealistic results. Um, Reminds me of dieting, you know, and it creates anxiety when you can't keep it all together. Dieting, right? Um, And so instead of relying on human reasoning, I, I ask Jesus for truth to aid me in the battle for my freedom. Show me your truth. Show me where you are. Show up for me because I know you're here. Just show me. My eyes want to be open. Help my unbelief because let's raise our hand if we believe that God can help us, right? (laughs) Like, yes, we believe that he can help us. And then some days we're like, but does he really care? Like, am I being vain because I'm even asking? I'm even asking for his help. But it's, it's not vanity. You desire freedom because you don't want to be bound by this anymore. You want to be free. And so you, you want to test human concepts against the wisdom of ancient scripture so that false arguments will be exposed and destroyed. And, um, and Christ died for our freedom so that we could be and reflect Jesus to those around us. It's a higher calling than self-help, self-improvement, and self-expression. Um, if you look up Romans 8, 7, um, and this is the New Living T- uh, Testament uh, translation, sorry, <laughs> for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws and it never will. Sounds like me. Yeah, I didn't want to obey your, your, you know, what was good for me. But I had that, like, even though there was sin in my life, I had the desire to break free. I had the the desire, and, and just hear me say with a sinful nature, I'm not saying an eating disorder is sin. So right there, if you hear that, that is not from God. That is not what we're saying. Um, he did die for freedom. And we didn't just stumble into food issues. Like, I want to be really clear. The enemy, Satan, laid a trap. It says in Jonah 2 eight NIV, uh, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. So what is the enemy saying? What is his voice saying? Is it con- condemning and is it condemnation and is it um, um, shame-filled? Or are we listening to God's voice that offers grace and love and hope? So when, when we fall into the self-help, like self-love is better than self-hate any day, right? But God's, and God's love, you know, is, is above them all. But Satan wants you to create your own identity because he's threatened by the power that, of who you are in Christ. So if Christ is in you, you have that precious resource which is including your time, your money, your health, your joy. It's going to be wasted in the effort of like trying to do things your own way. And Satan is all about stealing, killing, destroying, but Christ is about life and freedom. And we serve the God of possible who can shatter our strongholds, lead us to victory, even on our brokenness, can help us change the body conversation 
that we have in our churches, in our families, in our workplace, in our homes, with each other, in our heads. Oh, how about in our heads, right? Um, but that will, when we change the body conversation, that helps us find freedom and it helps others find freedom because our world is really crying out for deliverance from these change and uh, chains, sorry, and turning to God is really the only way to freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you say too, like, is it vain to ask for help? You know, <laughs> is it vain to ask for freedom? And I thought of um, how Jesus healed the woman who was bound for 18 years, um, how the Pharisees saw that he had healed her on the Sabbath and they criticized him for it. And then he says, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? So, and as he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the people rejoiced at the glorious things that were done by him. And so, you know, and it's like, and sometimes we we cry out for that. And this woman was bound for 18 years. And so part of me wants to ask like, well, why didn't he free her sooner? You know, and part of that is, is trusting and continuing to ask and to seek. But like you said, um, to be able to ask and seek out outside of yourself and the self-help and focusing on yourself is a dead end. And <laughs> we need, we need that resurrection power that comes only in Christ. And so when it comes to um, reaching out and seeking for help, so for your story in particular, you, when you did hit rock bottom, that's the point and you're like, I need God to do this. <laughs> and so you were, you know, and kind of led in, in a way that you didn't expect of on Instagram um, is, is finding this solution that the Lord um, had, you know, already prepared for you for that time. Um, and, the, and it was already waiting for you there. So what would you say to the person who's like, I really am getting tired of, of like the self-help type of talk and whether it's from going, Googling things or, or reading books or whether that's a health provider, um, what, how would you say to what to look for when finding help that is centered on the Lord instead. You talked about too, like going away from shame. Like if you're walking away from that doctor's appointment and you're feeling more shame and condemnation, then maybe is that something to kind of, to look into? Yeah, I would feel like that's an indicator because I, I know that I've had several appointments where I left just feeling so much worse about myself, especially any doctor that is prescribing weight loss as the only way to solve a problem um, because I may have had a larger body at the time, right? Like, and I would, but they did, they would just say, you need to lose a bunch of weight and like, it was just so high level in general that it wasn't helpful and it left me feeling worse. But what helped me was that um, when I had a support group, I was no longer in isolation. Like I wasn't talking about these struggles. I was having to like, really bare my soul to people who, for the first time in my life, who understood the struggle. They really understood the struggle. And that was so um, uplifting, encouraging, supportive. Um, 
there, it was just this community like no other. And because we were Christ followers, we were wanting to know what the Bible said and, and, and what does God say about this? Um, it was very like edifying to my spirit. And in addition to that, I was going to um, a Christian therapist as well, doing EMDR therapy, working through some old um, trauma that I had in the past. And in addition to those two things, I've, um, you know, I've done some inner healing prayer that has uncovered roots, like the one I shared, <laughs> excuse me, there were a few roots that, um, that had to be addressed and pulled, like in the past, I would just be pulling um, a weed from the stem, but the root was still way down in there. And I wasn't getting deep enough to, um, to, to really remove it for, you know, once and for all with the Lord guiding. And I've had coaching and counseling and mentorship and um, and working at Finding Balance, you're around so many great teachers and leaders and professionals and clinicians in this field. And so um, it's a constant just absorb uh, absorbing of knowledge based in biblical truth and spending time with the Lord, spending time in his word, spending time with Jesus in my my Garden of Eden, whatever that looks like for me, whatever it looks like for you. Um, but but to for Christ followers, it's really essential that you just f- can find a provider that shares your faith when it's possible. Um, I would recommend looking for one that does f- four things. One would be integrate, they integrate biblical and psychological principles together. Um, Two, they would filter all treatment through the lens of scripture. Super, it's so helpful. Like when you have that, if you've had both, one that didn't do that and then one that does, it it re- it feels like you're on a fast track, even though just know this is not a fast track. There is no flat fast track to this kind of freedom. However, the hope I felt was very early and I knew it was different. Um, number three would be follows the Spirit's guidance, the Holy Spirit's guidance. Let's make sure it's the Holy Spirit and not some random other spirit. And then four, they pray for you, right? We got we to gotta clarify that, but like that, that they'll pray for you. I love that you worked with someone that had a checkbox or, you know, do you, would you like to pray? Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, that's so helpful. I love how you broke it down into those four kind of principles. And like you said, that um, the way that if, especially for if a provider, and you mentioned a lot of different people that you're working with, and that is a team of people because not one person is going to be able to fix your problems. Like we are gifted in lots of different areas. We have limited scopes um, of practice and, you know, and being able to spend time with the Lord and for him to be able to lead you to like, hey, uh, let's, you know, a lot of times too, I'll start being attracted to a health professional because I need something and I'm attracted to what they are offering. (laughs) And it's like, oh, I think I need that. Um, I think I need to get connected with that person. And so, you know, sometimes it's a little bit more organic, but, um, I want to ask you too about finding balance in just a second. Um, but also like the hope that you experience with, a provider versus like, like walking away from an appointment and instead of feeling guilt and shame over, um, like I, I feel more condemned after this appointment or I feel more hopeless because there's no way that I can do what this person has just prescribed versus being supported, um, feeling 
compassion of that person is kind of with you in the struggle. They, they know, um, that this is hard and they can recognize that, um, that they are weeping with those who weep type of mentality and yeah, being able to set that hope because hope is such a strong healer. (laughs) And so like we may not reach the promised land in this life, but that hope draws us forward and continues to draw us to the Lord. And so it's almost, and it's, it's pretty interesting too, to think about, um, some of the, I I read a book on habit change and it talked about the dopamine spikes of when you anticipate something that's good, that's about to happen, like that craving and that you get that spike before you get the thing. And so I feel like that's similar to like what happens with hope of like, well, we actually get excited before we actually get the thing because we know that there is a guaranteed, um, way that this is the way I don't have to keep wondering and guessing and having anxiety about, will I actually get better? Or is this going to work out this time? We know that, um, you know, everything is fulfilled in Christ. And so, so yeah, I really appreciate all of those. Um, and yeah, at the end, praise for you too, to be able to say, okay, I'm going to do as much as I can. And, um, I'm going to pray for you because the Lord is always with you. So, um, sometimes our, our team can't always be with us, but thankfully, um, the Holy Spirit is. And so as far as finding, like, what are some, some practical ways of being able to find some of those providers? Um, you found yours on Instagram. Um, tell us a little bit more about finding balance and maybe how that can be a resource to some people who are listening. Of course. So the first thing I would say, it, it sounds so obvious and it could sound Christianese, but if you are a Christ follower, start with prayer. Ask the Lord to give you insight to make this important decision with wisdom and discernment um, because the provider you should you choose should be trained, qualified, and highly skilled. They should also be a match for you in terms of personality, temperament, values, and basic beliefs. And the Lord knows your situation. He can lead you to the person or the team that can help you um, best. And ultimately, it's not the wisdom of man, but the work of the Holy Spirit that heals, right? So like um, when you select someone who believes um, in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they uh, they yield to the Spirit, that God is going to use them. The Holy Spirit will work through them as a um, as a vessel to help you. Um, so a place you can begin your search. Um, so at Finding Balance, we have the Christian Treatment Finder. You can just do christiantreatmentfinder.com. Um, and so that is a place where it'll connect you with Christian providers serving a kingdom campaign against eating disorders. And um, and so for any provider to have um, membership in our Christian, Christian Treatment Finder network, um, it requires a personal statement of faith that's in line with a biblical worldview. So we have treatment partners who provide distinctly Christian programs or tracks which are openly advertised on their website. Um, Counselors, doctors, nutritionists, therapists, coaches, dietitians, um, all professionals working in that field um, are from a distinctly Christian perspective. Um, And current licensing credentials, they're required to complete the profile. Um, So that is backed. And then support group listings. We have um, support group listings there as well. So you can get connected 
with others and kind of get out of isolation. And um, if any professionals are listening to this podcast episode today, uh, we really encourage you to create a profile. There's basic free po- profiles and some other um, options as well. But but we at Finding Balance, when people come to us, if they complete, you know, fill out some kind of email um, or our um, eating issues self-test, we refer everybody to this site um, so they can find you. So if you if you can put a um, create a profile, um, and you can it will also if someone is looking like I remember earlier you you mentioned um, people who are in a rural community and maybe that treatment's not help. You can go onto the Christian Treatment Finder. There's a little checkbox that says distance services to where they can do virtual help. And you can search by state as well or zip code um, to see people um, available in your area. Um, and I do I do want to say when you're searching, there is nothing wrong with the term faith-based because we provide faith-based services. Um, I want to encourage you to research faith-based to just ensure that they're biblically sound because faith-based, you can have faith in a lot of different things, but um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's biblically sound. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. And so that's part of like, okay, does it, does this person also fit with my basic beliefs? And if those things aren't aligned, when you look into that and research that, and there's some red flags there, then, you know, those are some things to take into account. So, um, yeah, I love that. So many, so many great resources. Thank you for offering that, doing what you do. Um, is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with as a final note of how to align with a health team that um, that will really provide a sense of of hope in their journey. You bet. So um, at Finding Balance, our key verse is Galatians five one. Um, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Um, and at Finding Balance, we believe in an all. Um, all things in moderation, non-diet, intuitive eating approach. We don't promote specific um, eating programs or diets or supplements or food trends ever. Um, and so some of the resources that we have, we have so many free, great resources. If you just want to learn more, like discover, maybe you are hearing this and you don't even know, Do I like I know I have some kind of food issues, but like, are they really... Like, I don't know where I stand. We have a free eating issues um, test that you can take um, so you can kind of know the enemy that you're up against. Uh, We also provide prayer groups and community groups, um, some Bible studies and prayer groups to help you find hope and connection. Um, I'm not sure when this is airing, but we have another round coming out at the end of March. So um, you may be able to get into that. Uh, We also have the Old School Food Freedom podcast, which kind of just takes it back to when we say old school, as old school as it gets with how God created us to live, like back in the Garden of Eden before sin crept in and we started feeling body shame and shame. Um, We have a digital learning library with hundreds of videos, articles, recommended books, and expert Q&A. We also have a daily vitamin E devotional. So this is really, really good. This helped me so much. It's five days a week in my inbox at 7 a.m. No matter your time zone, you'll get this free devotional with bite-sized truth that has a scripture 
and whatever's relevant at the time, all written by Constance Rhodes. So, so good. Um, and then while we don't currently have virtual support groups, um, active support groups, we do have the Lasting Freedom um, online course that you can take as well. It's what helped me really good, high quality content with lots of professionals. Um, and I think I would like to leave us with this verse, Psalm 133.1. This is out of the NIV. How good and pleasant is it when God's people live together in unity. And when you find a group, a support group, and you feel like you're not alone in what you're going through, there's this unity that comes together where you can rise up with your true voice, no longer silenced by fear, and you're in the strength and dignity and joy that he called us to. It's possible when we band together and put our trust in the one who created us for more than worrying about our weight. So resist the urge to isolate. If you're having you know, a hard time, you're not alone. Casey said it before, you are not alone. You matter. God has a way out for you. Hang in there. If you need prayer, please let us know. Um, at Finding Balance, we would love to pray for you. You can send us an email at prayer at findingbalance.com. It would be our honor to pray for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, can you pray for the listeners as we go? Of course. I would love to. (laughs) Thank you so much. Great. Heavenly Father, what a joy. I'm not joking. This is such a joy to be on this episode today on this podcast with Casey. Um, I pray over this listener right now. Father, you know the pain, the struggle the feelings of unworthiness and shame, the bondage they feel, sometimes hopeless. They want to believe, but it's hard to believe sometimes. And Father, I just pray that wherever they are, they might be driving their car, they might be laying in bed, they might be putting on makeup, but right now they will feel a sense of your presence all around them right now, Father, that they will know that it's you, that they will know freedom and hope is possible, that it is meant for them, that you love them, you created them, they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you you made them, you know every intimate detail of them, and you care about their freedom, that this isn't where you're asking them to stay, this isn't where you want them to be, Father, that you want to grab them in the sweetest daddy way and and rescue them like the like the prodigal you know just running down the driveway and and leaping into your arms I, I just the the picture of that is so precious to me father I pray that um for this this sweet person listening today that they will take whatever the next right step is you're leading to t- them to take Maybe they just need to to lay in silence and and just wait to hear from you, to know what that is. Maybe it's taking a a free eating issues test just to see. Maybe it's reaching out for prayer. Maybe it's messaging Casey. I don't know. But, But Father, whatever that next right step is, I pray that you will give them the courage and um, and the strength and the energy to, to take that step, one step at a time. You don't have to tackle it all in a day and, and help them have the patience and endurance and um, 
and the faith of a mustard seed to believe that you can set them free once and for all. And I pray for true freedom for this beautiful soul. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so, so pleased. Yes, me too. All right, friends, until next time, may you rest in His grace and follow the joy. Hey, thanks so much for listening. A very special thank you to all our podcast guests, along with Dwayne Goldbeck for podcast editing and Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. <laughs>